This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. Seven before seven on the power breakfast. Gosh, that's a hell of a thing, eh? No load shedding. Petrol in, in Lesotho, petrol prices are coming down. Meanwhile, here in South Africa, Business Unity South Africa has described the escalation of load shedding to stage six as a serious blow to an economy that is already struggling with low growth and a lack of uh, decisive action on the part of government to make necessary interventions to attract investment and to put the country on a sustainable and inclusive growth path. Small business owners in some parts of Johannesburg continue to bear the brunt of these power cuts and uh, which have brought their operations to a grinding halt. According to Small Business Enterprise Development Agency, CEDA, over 10 million people are employed by small, medium, and micro enterprises across South Africa. They are certainly up against it at the moment. Let's speak to the president of the South African Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Advocate Mtokulu, joining us on the line. Good morning to you, and thank you so much uh, um, for talking to us. Uh, good morning, Titi, and good morning to your listeners. Thanks for having us. It really is, uh, you know, the perfect storm for small businesses in South Africa in terms of uh, the rising cost of things, uh, you know, of, uh, we were talking about the fact that uh, in our business bulletin that uh, the price of food and all manner of other things, I mean, the rising cost of fuel as well is a, is a huge challenge. It means everything else, rising price. And now we can hit with this uh, these blackouts, let's just call them what they are. Load shedding is still a bit of a euphemism. These rolling blackouts. Yeah, well, look, uh, you're right. That, that, uh, it's, it's total blackout because uh, we've deprived, uh, especially if you're focus on the SME segment, a necessary input uh, that we can deliver reliable energy or cost-effective energy. And the worst affected in the business community will be the smaller businesses because those are the businesses that need every single uh, sale and they need to keep their heads above the water because they are also meant to be the growth engine in terms of job creation. And they are the ones that can afford to actually get off ESCOM because it's very it's costly to have alternatives. And it's more of the bigger businesses that can afford it. And the smaller businesses uh, are, will be forced to close if they can't have reliable public service such as theirs coming from ESCOM. Mm. When, when small businesses find themselves in this kind of position, what cushion is there, you know, for, for their businesses to help them through a time such as this? Or what support can, um, I don't know, local, gov- local government or even national government, what support can government lend to small businesses that are facing the, this kind of storm that I described, this perfect storm? storm? For times like this, uh, unfortunately, TT, South Africa does not have any significant support for small businesses. Everything that we have now is ready for sunny days, you know, uh, mentorship, uh, guidance, very little investment that is in place in uh, SMEs. If you look at the budget that, for instance, the Department of Small Business has, it's very little. I mean, you can hardly grow a business in, in good times with the amount of support that you get there because it's so underfunded. So in terms like this, I'll tell you there is nothing that can government do to support it because even uh, you know the government program of SME support is not integrated from national to local so you still have uh, local departments who are doing their own thing 
provinces have their different economic mm. agencies who themselves uh, have are pulling in different directions. And the Department of Small Business Development does not really have political influence of what provinces and local does. So there is no structured support for SMEs. And whatever we have now is really just to get you going, but it's not supposed to defend you against heat such as uh, load shedding and other uh, failures of public service that is supposed to meant is to support uh, economic development. Oh, I'm glad you touched on the Department of Small Business Development because I was about to ask you about uh, how uh, on the ground those of you who work with small businesses uh, are finding that uh, what, what kind of intervention has been made by this department? What has been your experience with this department in as far as it, uh, um, its, its support for small businesses? Look, the department is important. It's an important one to have. Uh, our only problem is undercapacitated because mm. effectively the Department of Small Business Development is CIDA and CIFA. There's no other department out of there. So it's actually a department that only runs two agencies. Mm. It has no political influence on provincial economies. It has no influence on local economic development. So what we were always been calling for is that if you want the department to be more influential, all SME development programs need to be consolidated and create a bigger muscle to support SMEs. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's so fragmented that the department itself at national level has no influence if you are not going to streamline and make sure that provincial SME support and local SME support is consolidated under this department. Because until then, you just have a department that is only overseeing CIDA and CIFA, which is just two small economic development agencies at national level. Yeah, well, and for long, as long as that persists, then there is really no justification for having an entire department then dedicated to it, if it is literally just uh, running the two agencies agencies are there any direct interventions by way or uh, maybe even from the finance the, the development finance agencies that can help small businesses um you know during times such as these and given especially the constraint i mean the fact that unfortunately um these development uh, agencies also do function pretty much like banks you know and that is just not the kind of finance that the small businesses uh, can um afford or can access yeah, that's a problem. I think the DFIs are not necessarily entrepreneurial enough, uh, simply because maybe sometimes they also manage public uh, or, or money that they borrow from the public space mm-hmm. or, or banks themselves. So they are not necessarily developmental. So unfortunately, it is established more established SMEs or established businesses that can be, get better support. But entry-level um, uh, business, we don't have mm-hmm. sufficient uh, private equity and venture capital in the country. So unfortunately, it's, it's tough time for SMEs now, but maybe it's also a time for us to have the conversation on how we overhaul DFIs for them to be more entrepreneurial in supporting SMEs. That's the president of the South African Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Advocate Ntokulu. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it is a difficult situation, very difficult. And listening to the stories of some of these small businesses about them, they actually have no choice. When the power goes down, they must just close shop and go home for the day. That's another day of trade that is gone. Please share what your experiences with us. If you do run a small business, whether it's a little restaurant, a, a hair salon, or whatever it is, tell us how you're dealing with these uh, um, the current challenges with load shedding and every other rising cost that you're having to contend with. 0861 it's seven o'clock. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.